Brendan O'Connor on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Timber Living Log Cabins. For your perfect workspace, living space or hideaway, timberliving.ie. Brendan O'Connor on RTE Radio 1. Okay, m- moving on to something else again. It seems millennials and Generation Zers are more likely to be listening to classical music than their parents. So Spotify say that those listening to classical music in that age group has risen 6% year on year in Ireland. Research in the UK by the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra found that 74% of under 25s listen to classical music compared to just 46% of over 55s. So I'm joined now by two people who know a lot about this subject. Luke Ward is a young music producer and a student living in Berlin and he's on the line and with me here in the studio is Deborah Kelleher, director of the Royal Irish Academy of Music. Um, Luke, if I come to you first, you're from Kells and you work as a music producer, you're also studying the music business in, in Berlin. What kind of music do you produce? Well, Brendan, how are you? Um, yeah, I produce uh, hip-hop mainly. I kind of I dabble in a bit of everything, but it, it would be mainly hip-hop music. Um, but I've had a big interest in, in classical music on and off throughout my life. But uh, yeah, I'm out here in Berlin at the minute. Just I'm studying out here and uh, trying to get a little record label going. So that's what I'm up to at the moment. Cool. And, and I know you did the dreaded music lessons as a kid, the piano lessons, was it? Oh, I did, yeah. yeah. Which, oh, yeah. which you see, so many of us do them. It does not instill in people a love of classical music, does it? No, it does. It in fact, I would, I would argue it kind of does the opposite almost, you know, a little bit. It... Um, it definitely had a had somewhat of a negative impact on how I, I perceived that style of music at the time, for sure. And how did it, how did you come and, back uh, around to it then? Uh, well, I actually took a break from the piano at about thirteen or fourteen years old, and uh, but my brother kept it up. Uh, so a few years after that, the parents got him a new piano with all the all the bits and bobs, the new the new gear on it. So I said I'd uh, I'd start dabbling around with it, and I just kind of fell in love with the piano again because. It was from an organic place I was playing it, you know. It wasn't like, sit down and learn this and learn this for next week. It was yes. kind of, I was just doing it for fun. And then I started kind of getting back into it. And uh, the classical music, actually, I was listening to um, an album by an American rapper called Meek Mill, uh, released in 2015. And he had a sample of Mozart's Requiem K66 in one of the songs. And uh, I shazammed it and listened to it. And I kind of, I remember then just spent a whole evening revisiting a lot of classical music and stuff and that's kind of becoming a trend in in hip-hop as well as sampling those kind of older records yeah and what was it about the classical um well i think it's just that um well first of all i think there's more there's more feeling and emotion in that kind of music especially considering it's it's instrumental i think it conveys a lot more emotion than some of the modern music we're hearing nowadays so when i first went back to listening to it, it was almost refreshing kind of, you know? Yeah. And a completely different different sound than we're, we're exposed to every day, you know? It was, a, it was a change of scenery, sonically. Yeah, yeah. Deborah, are, are young people getting more into classical music? Would you agree with Spotify and the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra? Oh, yeah, Brendan. I mean, in the RIAM, we're seeing an uptick in applications. So that's the first thing. We've got 10 times as many applicants as places in certain areas. And I am seeing the stats on Spotify and, in fact, what Luke was saying. It's almost like a reset button at the moment with classical music. Um, and how that's happening is from the content creators to the big decision makers across social media, streaming flat 
clap performance. Everyone's in love with classical music. So if you think about uh, TikTok, you've got classic talk, which is an incredibly okay. popular thing. You've got Spotify, which is this kind of uh, streaming, uh, sampling kind of thing where you can just listen to classical music and then deep uh, dive into it. Do you Go- think Spotify has broadened a lot of people's taste in music? Because it's so, it's so easy now to, if you do pick up something and as mm-hmm. Luke says there, Shazam something, but you could then go off into a hole that will suggest more and more and, and it's it's low impact if you want. You don't have to actively go out and buy the albums or anything. It's all there for you. That's like. it because Spotify is all about sampling. So the it's very democratic. There's no sense that classical music is in some way better or more remote or more posh. Young people are just hearing this beside a popular music track and if they want to they can go down the wormhole of loving that music. The Mozart Requiem being a yeah. great example. Yeah. So is it, it's taking a bit of the maybe perceived elitism out of it as well is yeah, it? Yeah you see if you've not just Spotify but you've got Netflix, you've got Bridgerton, you've got Wednesday, okay. um, yeah. you've got Squid Game. So you've got these really popular things, which is now making it more acceptable for young people to say, God, this classical music is actually quite cool. Because in the old days, it might have been perceived as a little bit naff or a little bit, you know, not cool to study. Nowadays, there's no fear in this generation. If they want to do something, they're going to do it, which is, I think, why yeah. we're getting more So it's almost a kind of postmodernism. They're taking bits and pieces from everywhere. They're yeah. fearless. Yeah. They're fearless. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, and as Luke says as well, like... There's there's whole ranges of emotion in there that yeah. you maybe don't get and stuff like and I suppose people get that when this when it's used in films to very stirring effect like it oh, really can yeah. get you can't it like for instance you know there are great moments in popular music okay so for me it would be Queen Radio Gaga in Live Aid or it would be Elton John at Princess Diana's funeral okay in classical music God we've got the same you've got the Shawshank Redemption where they had that beautiful aria when they were in the prison you've got Lydia Tarr the latest blockbuster uh, that. Conductor and Mahler Five, of which course, Lenny Bernstein yeah. played at Robert Kennedy's funeral, it's a real anthem. Um, you've also got the new Fableman Steven Spielberg biopic, where the mother plays; she was a concert pianist. So you've got these classic moments, Platoon and the Serenade by Samuel Barber. Classical music was born to have these high energy, high emotion moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. stirring. Yeah. Um, so, so Luke. Technology is central to all this, really, isn't it? You mentioned the Shazam there, and then streaming as well, probably, yeah. And I think I think one of the the biggest drivers in young people getting back into classical music or into classical music has actually been TikTok as well, Brendan. It's um, there's kind of it started almost as semi satirical a little bit, like people would be okay. using terms they'd use for modern songs, like. Uh, they'd say like, "Oh, Tchaikovsky went off on his fancy <laughs> overture," you know, like yeah, posting yeah. these. This is a like, banger. Satire videos, but then the sound actually, it, the videos get very popular, and then people are like, "Oh, this is actually kind of, because it's like as Deborah said, it's being presented to them in a, a less elitist kind of format." You know, it's kind of just on your TikTok or some fool on your screen dancing around. You know, and it's. And but so you're, is you're still kids the music and you're still exposed to it. Is it kids putting out video of them dancing to classical music? Is that okay. it? Yeah. Uh, people all ages, just like, um, I guess, people who have uh, an interest in classical music, kind of trying to find a creative way to try and, you know, expose it to people who mightn't, uh, you know, have had it exposed to them before. So they they kind of just will use the sound like a, a segment of a, a song or an excerpt, and then they will they'll make some sort of comedy gag to go with it, you know, or some entertainment value to the video. And then a lot of those have gone gone very viral. Okay, so it's, it, and it is, again, 
that elitism thing is gone too, is it? Like, whereas, whereas like kids might have thought, well, this isn't accessible to me and I need to know what I'm what I'm listening to or looking for. That doesn't matter anymore. It's just, it's it's content. It's it's good content. Yeah. And, and like you said, and Deborah said, it's so accessible with Spotify. Like even my own, I usually would put on classical music when I'm going to sleep or when I'm studying. It's kind of when I would listen to it a lot. And my playlist is half of it is just from the Spotify Enhance. So it just like adds suggested songs, similar songs from similar composers and whatnot. And see, it's so easy and accessible to find new music, new classical music without having to go out and, you know, even not even the buying the music, just having to do the research and find it can yeah. can be the long part of it sometimes, you know. So it's so easy to just expose yourself to all new, the new scenes. And, and Luke, are you it. chopping this up then and putting it into uh, hip hop? Yeah, yeah, I, w- I would a little bit uh, I, on and off. Uh, even actually, just from my my chat with um, Michelle from your show the other day, I kind of st- started looking up some classical pieces again to sample and that kind of thing. It can uh, it can definitely be a, a unique way to repurpose the music, you know, and kind of give it a different sound, uh, but also kind of introduce it to new people in a different way. So, Deborah, how do the classical musicians feel about all this? This is like we're living our best world, Brendan. Can you believe <laughs> yeah, it? We're yeah. actually cool. People are, <laughs> the numbers are rising. It's a yeah. great time to be alive if you're a classical musician. But we are very, um, we're very innovative by nature. So we're not going to let this drop. So our performances are never going to go back to being stuffy concert hall, like going to mass stuff. We're going to be playing in car parks. We're going to be streaming. We're going to be as um, attractive and reaching out as possible because our genre of music, in order for it to survive and thrive, yeah. needs exactly like this but honest to God Brendan you couldn't have made it up I mean there was no mastermind behind this this is people like Netflix like Spotify like um, Apple who are saying there's something in this classical music and they're actually buying streaming platforms they're building business models around this I'm getting calls from Sony Music to ask me who's the next big thing in the Royal Irish Academy of Music this is not the life I thought I was having two years ago yeah yeah (laughs) so this is woken up uh, the the whole classical music scene in a way like yeah it really really has and I'm just delighted for everybody that loves classical music because it is fabulous and now the world knows it. Okay, listen, uh, amazing. So you heard it here first, uh, the classical music renaissance is on. So who's who's the big star coming up? Um, well, I would say, I have to say hats off to Maria Rojas Cruz, who's a Mexican student of ours that just got a job in an orchestra from her Instagram. Um, but there's also an Esther Abrami, who I'd probably say is definitely where she's a young violinist an Instagram sensation. Her aesthetic and her music and her personality is just super. She's probably my top tip today. Okay, her name again? Esther Abrami. Esther Abrami. Okay, we'll look her up on Instagram. Luke Ward, music producer, and Deborah Kelleher, director of the Royal Irish Academy of Music. Thank you both very much. We'll take a break.